This podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. This is John the American Hilljack Lane at the tone. Leave your name, message, and number, and I'll be glad to get back to you. You still owe me another month's rent, so if I were you, I would start doing some tongue exercises before Friday. Oh, you got a murderous rage in you, and I like it. Oh, it's life boiling up inside of you. It's good. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You should find yourself a safe house or a relative close by. Lay low for a while, because you're probably wanted for murder. You all kept your head on a swivel, and that's what you gotta do when you find yourself in a vicious cockfight. You are full of bullshit, my friend. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue your ass. Hey, this is John, the American Hilljack Lane, and I'd like to formally welcome you to the American Hilljack Files, episode 22. The Gigaroo, I don't know, and other bullshit. Today's show features interviews with Chuck Dobbins from the Hellfire Club, Post Traumatic, Mike Parak, Kate Matt from Suffocate, Doug Carnahan and Bill Damiano from Podcast Your Scene, Anthony Leone from Silk Nine, and last but certainly not least, current Silk Nine frontman, Pittsburgh music scene legend, and my idol, Scott Woody Boyd. A bunch of guys and girls who were part of the Gigaroo 2017 talking about the good deeds of Rock for Life, their history, and all the goods, bads, and uglies of the on-sign local music scenes. Not keep preaching if we don't pull these on-sign local music scenes from around the country together by using positivity and teamwork, we ain't even going to have music to hold on to in the near future. Yet, it's time to realize positivity ain't always about being nice. But before we get into the dirt, accusations, and opinions, I'd like to start things out with the American Hilljack's credo, or maybe just my view on how I live my life. Slow and steady wins the race, and good things come to those who wait. I may not be moving as fast as I want forward, but at least I'm not standing still or moving backwards. The only one stopping me is me, and I will forgive the trespasses of those who try to stop me. Because I am a pro, positive, real, and original person who will do no harm, but take no shit. As long as I have air in my lungs and the ability to entertain on the stage, on the air, or on camera, there truly is no limit. In this world of chaos, untrustworthy people, and uncertainties, the time has come to fight, fuck, or hit the bricks. I, for one, am going to keep being a pro, positive, real, and original person, digging my heels, and fight with all my being. In this world of fake smiles, limp handshakes, and two-faced people, you have to be aware of those in your circle and keep the bullshit out. Bottom line is you gotta be headstrong and be yourself and stand tall above all the unnecessary bullshit with your middle fingers in the air and tell those mother truckers, sit down, shut up, and listen because we all need to stand together and this is a call to arms. We'll be pain, but how many stand again? 
call to arms right there from After the Fall, AK Valley's own rock stars, in my opinion, featuring Steve Craven on the bass, Matt Ferrani on the drums, Doug Carnahan on lead vocals, and the Shepic Master, Zach Shepard, on the guitar. You can check those mother truckers out on Bookface. And uh, Matt and Steve are the guys, were the masterminds behind Rock for Life. Guru this past weekend was phenomenal. Two days of some of the best bands from the tri-state area. And I have to, yeah, I'm going to talk about myself, surprisingly, right? (laughs) But uh, 25 years ago, I was this fat little drummer that got carpal tunnel and was going to attempt to be a singer. I never felt like a singer until last Saturday and I've accepted myself I am a singer I'm a front man and the reason I did is because I was surrounded by some of the best people some of the greatest vocalists in the tri-state area and to have them ask me to get up on stage with them and sometimes I just got up there anyways but I got up and sang with the common crown Jen Haymeyers and got to sing Cowboys from Hell from Pantera. I got up with Over My Dead Body and sang Going Down from Sick Puppies. I got up with My Brother from Another Mother, Skinner and East End to do a little Cinderella, Save Me. And it was great. And that's before I even got up with my band. And then I got to interview all these people in between. And it was great to go back and interview Scott Boyd, Woody, who without him and Tim Amar, I would never even got the frontman skills I did. I start out with Call to Arms for a reason. The American Hill Jack Pro Series is starting to take off. And I want to make something good out of it. And we got some great shows coming up that are going to be American Hilljack Pro Series shows. One of the biggest ones is the Rubber Meat Steel Show in January at the Empire Concert Club and Bar. And then in March, we're going to have the Rock of, Rock of Dimes, raising money for March of Dimes. And we're going to have some of these bands that were at Gigaroo on that shows, on both those shows. So it's time for a call to arms that we all, within the tri-state music scene, the on-site and local music from everywhere, keep coming together and do great things like they do at Rock for Life, like they do at a concert for Anna. And now we're going to expand that in the Ohio area. And I want all you uh, Ohio mother truckers that are listening that want to get a part of these things to get a hold of me. But, like I say in my intro, positivity ain't always about being nice. And there's always a little be in my bonnet here and there about some things. And I've been kicking these things off the last few weeks with a little old school Hilljack rant. And the old school Hilljack wasn't always the nicest guy. And I got to keep him under wraps sometimes. But, when something's really good, Digging in my craw. I got to let it out. 
So uh, strap yourselves in and get yourself upright. Open those fucking ears. Because here comes the rant. Warning! Old school American Hilljack ran ahead. So if you're easily offended by illogical opinions accompanied by sarcasm and foul language, do us both a favor and scroll the fuck on. No need to get your panties in a wad and get bummered. My soapbox is placed firmly under my feet and I'm gonna shoot off at the mouth with both barrels. So, right after the big gigaroo this weekend, the very next day, Doug Carnahan puts up this thing talking about some of the negative people that are talking shit on other bands within the scene, let alone within the tri-state music scene, and that irritates the motherfucking shit out of me, okay? And uh, Doug's a nicer guy than I am. He ain't going to call out names. I have no problem with calling out names because, look, it's like this. If you have enough balls to say it, you should have enough balls to put your name behind it. I put my name behind every fucking thing I say, and I have no problem. I mostly have been beating on uh, Mushroom Head's balls because of all the shit they do. But don't worry, guys. You're a little bit off the hook this weekend. But hey, we'll get back to that, you and old keg belly. I'll tell you this. There's a lot of fucking good bands in this goddamn area throughout the tri-state music scene. And that work hard and work hard to do things well together. I just spent the weekend with a bunch of them. And all you other negative guys out there that are so jealous that don't have enough balls to step up and say anything to anybody's face but will sit behind closed doors and pull the backdoor politics and try to keep you know other bands down that stuff is just as shitty as it can be and there's a lot of people that has done that out here in the Akron music scene let alone the Pittsburgh music scene for fucking years and all those motherfuckers are sitting on their ass and getting slowly faded away and that's the happiest thing for me because I'm tired of it I am a good person. I try so fucking hard to support everybody. Even the ones that shit on me, I still support you. And you know who the fuck you are. But at the same time, if I see something going on, like my old Uncle Eric likes to tell me, as long as I'm telling the truth, it shouldn't matter. And he's right. I'm being honest. I don't I don't make up shit. I have no reason to make up shit. I got enough shit of my own. So if you don't like what I have to say, please, please come on here. We'll talk about whatever you want. You can call me on anything you want, and we'll discuss it, and I'll air it, because guess what? This is unfiltered, no holds barred, and I don't give a shit anymore. I'm 43 years old. I'm going to be 44 in September. I've seen the goods, the bads, the uglies, and everything in between the music scene, and I want to make something that is good for the music scenes and for the younger guys coming up behind us. And I'm tired of all these older motherfuckers, and I'm calling a lot of you older motherfuckers out. Yeah, you might be talented musicians, but you're egotistical pricks that have held all of us down and are still trying to hold guys down, and it's bullshit. You want to talk shit, and you want to say how you know they used to be? Well, guess what? Those days are long gone, and if you don't like that they're long gone, too fucking bad, you know? Yeah, And I'm tired of all the backdoor politics that just stab each other in the back why why do you do it because god forbid you didn't get nowhere well guess what your bad attitude didn't get you nowhere i had a bad fucking attitude and fucked myself for a long time but i've come around and i've seen that that don't get me nowhere yeah i'm still an egotistical prick i hit that stage god damn it i got an ego like a truck and i will make sure that you remember every goddamn second that i'm up there why because that's what i'm supposed to do but you know I have no reason to hold anybody back. If you're a good band and you're pushing and you're doing what you're supposed to do, you deserve every 
ounce of energy and entertainment and attention that you get. But if you're doing it, you know, by cutting other people's throats, you're pieces of shit. And I'll be glad to call you out on it. Don't have too many names right now. And I have no reason to throw them out right now. But I'll tell you what. If you're around me and you want to talk shit about somebody, there's always a good chance it'll end up here on the American Hilljack Files. And I'll tell people exactly what you're saying. Because it's done. It's done with me. I'm a positive, real, and original person. But positivity ain't always about being nice. It's about being real. And I will be real. And I'll tell you what. Anybody, anybody that wants to stomp on shit that is doing good, I'll have no problem of putting you on front street right here on the American Hilljack Files. That ain't a threat. That's a promise. No bullshit here. And I ain't doing it to make you look bad. It'll make me look bad. But I want people to know who they can trust. And I am a guy that you can trust. And I will show everybody that I'm a guy that you can trust. I will support all the online local music from around the country the best I can to possibly get them somewhere. Because that's what's left in this country is everybody helping each other. And you listen to these interviews. I'm telling you, there are some great things. And one of the great guys that get talked about is Mike Pallone from Whiskey High, Skell, who has done so much for everybody else. And I personally want to thank Mikey for all he's done for me. And it meant the world to me when that motherfucker put my name in the thanks. That meant more than a Grammy, more than anything I could get. Because he is the Yoda of the Pittsburgh music scene, let alone the tri-state music scene. And there's a lot of good guys that I talk to in these interviews. And that's the whole idea. The whole idea of me being up there at the Empire Concert Club when you guys are playing is to get you out there. And you have a chance to come in there and talk. And you can talk real. I don't stop you. And it's all for free. You have to see that I ain't gaining shit from this. I hope to. And eventually I will. But I'll tell you what. At the end of the day, just remember, if you have enough balls to run your fucking cocksucker, you better have enough balls to stand behind it. I have enough balls to stand behind it. Do you? Rant done. Deep cleansing breath. Get all that evil out. Sometimes I just have to because it ain't easy being me hell if you had to live in this mind <laughs> you wouldn't have no idea what to do because I deal with a lot of shit it's my own shit I bring it on myself but fortunately enough I got some great people around me and one of those great people is Mr. Chuck Dobbins we go back and forth and he gets a lot of shit from me and I get a lot of shit from him but he is my best friend whether either one of us like it and we spend a lot of time together. It's been 14 years off and on up the ro- up and down this crazy road within the music scene all over the world. But I had a great time with Chuck this weekend. We really banded together and did a lot. He helped with doing this podcast. He did great things for the Hellfire Club. 
He helped with a lot of the bands that rock for life. You got to give the Dobinator a lot of credit. And uh, sometimes he beats up on himself just like me, just in different ways. And I just want to say, Chuck, you are a good guy. No matter how much shit I give you or anybody else. And I want to thank you for all you do. But right now, I'm going to kick it off with him. We're going to run a few interviews before we get to the music. So don't panic. It's okay to listen to people talk. You might fucking actually learn something. Just my opinion. Could be wrong. But I know I'm not. So uh, make sure to get yourself upright. Get that drink. Fire that fatty. Whatever you need to do. Open those ears and listen to some of the best and coolest guys from around the unsigned local music scene within the tri-state area. And we're going to start off with one of the coolest. Mr. Chuck D., Akron, Ohio's own public enemy number one, Chuck Dobbins, the drummer of the Hellfire Club. So here you are, sitting at Gigaroo, me and the big Chuck D. I ain't fucking around. And uh, we're enjoying ourselves. We've been here since Friday night. It is now Saturday afternoon. We got Bill Damiano standing by on here looking at us like, man, this is the most jacked up setup job you could see possible, but we're making it happen for APRO Radio. I even did an interview for the Pennsylvania Rock Show with Natasha from, you know, Over My Dead Body. So, your speculations on everything so far? <laughs> My speculations are wide, wide range of speculations. I know. We don't have time for all that today. But there's a lot of good music out here, and it's a good time. It's sunny now. Yeah, it's nice and pretty. It rained a little bit this morning, you know, but uh, we made it through. Went over here to the church, got some uh, pancakes and sausage. They loved us over there. Yes, they did. After they realized we wasn't going to rob them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it was a good time. Uh, we're just ourselves, you know, me, I've, of course, you know, had to jump up on stage with three bands so far. And as Bill has kept count at now, at uh, right around five o'clock, I've only got two somebody screams in. So uh, whoever has the over under, you know, keep track of those. Yeah, we're we're having a good time. How many? So so far, what's the what's the highlight band for you? I always like Kill the Drama. Their drummer, you know, I play drums. Their really? It's fantastic to watch. Yeah, <laughs> he's oh, he's got a lot of energy. Right. And what uh, else did I really like? I really like that last band that was on. What is their name? Who was just up there, Bill? Just yeah. yeah. Redheaded chick for lead singer over my dead body. I like them. Post-traumatic. Post-traumatic. Kick ass. Yeah, so, you know, well, I'm trying to get as many of these things in, and, you know, we had to wait for the rain, and I'm set up kind of outside in, like, lawn chair style. It's, you know, kind of cool. Bill, Bill's taking a picture right now. He'll have to share it up with you, you know. So, you've been coming here since, really, uh, 2005 was the first time you were here with FMA with me. Yeah. And uh, Rock for Life number six. Yeah. And now you've been here twice with uh, the old uh, Hellfire Club. We do what we can do. And uh, this will, tonight we go on at 9 o'clock. It is Saturday. We were here Friday night, like I said. But, you know, our biggest job last night was to consume alcohol at a mass rate Phew. and eat as much food as possible. And so we far we've well. done, we, we, so far we've done well. You know, ain't lying. You know? and, and for all you uh, mother truckers out there that listen to me, all over the tri-state area, you got to understand there is some great things going on here. And you need to see that these are things that bands should be doing for good causes and working together. But also, it brings a lot of people together. And, it, and it's so much positive, real, and original stuff that goes on musically, friend-wise, everything. So, that's just my opinion. 
I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Dude, it's pretty cool. The bands are all get catered food and free beer, and everybody's super cool, and it's a nice day, and it's always a good time down here. Yeah, and, and it it's it's nice to be around people that actually want to work together, and it's not you know a bunch of you know pissing contests and egos and everything. You know, like where we normally play in our hometown. Settle down. That's my house. (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, no, there is a lot of good people coming out of Akron as well. It's just, you know, I just don't get, you know, I wish that we could have positivity like this over our way with a lot of the different things. And then I hope that APRO Radio and the Hellfire Club and some of the other bands that we've got connected with out there, we can do that for a change. You know, just in my opinion, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. (laughs) So... I'd like to apologize right now to absolutely nobody. The champ apologizes to nobody. <laughs> Connor McGregor, he's awesome. So, you know, with all the experience of all the places you played, Chuck, in your opinion, where does this rate? You know, because you've you oh, people man, I played a couple I, cool shows. South Korea, USO tour, was the time of my life. You know what I mean? It was an opportunity of a lifetime. That was the best ever. Right. I could quit playing drums then. And right. it would have been good. I'd have been happy with what I accomplished at that point. But you know, and then Lock Three Live, I played there a couple times. It's cool, and this is right. This is right up in there. You know, it's outdoor. A lot of people. Right. Right. It's a good vibe. It's cool. So it's it, it's but it's it's not your regular bar show for sure. You know. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of good people out here. And, and it's not good, a bunch a of, of cool bands. And it's it's such a friendly atmosphere. Right. It's so chill. I mean, like right now we're sitting on two lawn chairs, just chilling. With the microphones, you know, strapped up and just shooting the shit, and it's nice in the sun, you know. But we're, we're hey, what shade. do I know? We're in the shade, but whatever. Yeah, and I think uh, two of our band members have just pulled up, as I see. Oh yes, you know, at le- or at least one of them. Jim's over there, so you know, we're 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 breaking in, doing what we can. So, all you mother truckers, keep listening. I'm gonna get more people on here, and me and Chuck, I promise you, we'll eventually do a whole show on everything that happened in South Korea. So you people have to quit listening. Won't have to listen to our stories so much. We'll just put it on air, and but we're gonna have to change the names to protect the innocent and get a little parental guidance. Yes, you know. So stick around, mother truckers. It's John the American Hill Jack Lane and Akron's own public enemy, enemy number one, Chuck D. <laughs> right here with aproradio.com for the American Hill Jack files. And if you ain't listening to this shit, there's something wrong with you. So I'm sitting here at Gigaroo 2017 with the singer of. Post traumatic, and they just come off the stage, and we got Shotzi sitting beside them that you know beats on the skins back there. So you know, introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm Chelsea Styles. I'm the singer of Post Traumatic, and beside me is Greg Shots. Hey, I'm Greg, drummer of Post Traumatic. <laughs> yeah, standing no, near me is Tony Melandro, the bass player. Somewhere around here is our lead guitarist and our rhythm guitarist. I don't know where they went. So you know, how long have you guys been a band and been around this area? So, I believe the original Post Dramatic formed in about 2008. Right. I joined around 2011. Right. So, I've been with them for now like six years. And, uh, yeah, we've been growing and changing ever since then. Awesome. Yes. I'm the newest guy. I uh, just uh, got into post-traumatic 2016. Hey, I know it looks like a penis, but you can get close to it and talk to it. Shots. <laughs> I just got into the band uh, 2016, so uh, I've been uh, fortunate enough to uh, have these guys bring me on and make me family. Uh, and uh, 
together we formed a bond and we like to share it with everybody on stage. And so everybody knows me and Shotzi formed a bond last year and he's become part of the Hilljack clan as well because we sat around the fire over here and you know spilled a lot of beer together. Oh yeah, know. we had a good time. <laughs> good I don't have too many skills, this and drinking beer and sometimes they let me sing. So, you know, but it's it's isn't it great to do like things like this that is such a positive, real and original thing to support something that is above the average, you know, and so much gets put into out here. And it's great to see bands like yourselves that put so much into it and take pride in it. Yeah, Absolutely. We love playing this every year. We look forward to it every year. Um, the organizers, I mean, everyone does a great job. It's for a great cause. Right. And we enjoy it because it's, you know, a weekend long of entertainment and bands and everyone just... You know, looking at the same goal and having a lot of fun. So. Yes, we love Rock for Life. I think uh, every every uh, band that gets up there on the stage and gets invited to play here, they love Rock for Life. So yeah, exactly. I think it's a great opportunity for the bands, not only for the fans to come out and see live local music and support live local music, but have a great time as well during the weekend. Exactly. Well, I just want to get you guys on here for a little bit because I know the band is going to start, and I don't know how much this is going to be because we just actually got set up, people. Yeah, I know I've been here 24 hours, but, you know, I had to drink a little first. So make sure you mother truckers stick around and tell tell everybody where they can find you on the old uh, interweb. You can find us on Facebook for sure. That's where our main page is. So you just have to go to uh, facebook.com slash posttraumatic. Right. And we have other links on there that you can easily get to. We're on Twitter as well. Awesome. Find us on Reverb Nation. Yes. All of the uh, related sites, it'll get you there from our Facebook page. Well, thank you very much for taking a few minutes and stepping into this makeshift outdoor studio and we're doing the best we can for all you mother truckers out there aproradio.com that's where the hill jack's at and this is the hill jack files stick around mother truckers we got more to come but the bands are starting and it's gonna get fucking loud thanks hill jack Dressed up and headed out with friends She woke up with a bottle of Jack And she's been nursing since half past ten She's talking that smack Hating on trends Hating girls' shoes and all the ex-boyfriends. friends Oh lord, what a mess we're in for It's one shot, two shots, give me some more Straight line, three sheets to the wind She's holding out, hope something good would happen She's trying real hard to make herself fit in It ain't a fault, no one taught her better I'm sure she never thought it would be like this Ten shots should take away her problems She dance on the ball, she gets killed Yeah, mercy Oh, Lord, she's wild 
Sidebar. Demand? Sir, we haven't even called a case. You better have a good reason to demand anything. Well, I do have a good reason, Your Honor. I just want to go to the ultimate dive bar in Armstrong County, let alone the world. Sidebar is a small bar with a big atmosphere open seven days a week. It's a place with a big city feel and a rural community. It's the ultimate dive bar. Trashy with a touch of class. Sidebar is some of the best food with their menu of delicacies to please your taste buds. It also has a wide selection of seasonal, specialty, and domestic beers from around Pennsylvania, the United States, and the world. Sidebar provides some of the best live shows in the area featuring local, regional, and national acts which include everything from rock, country, punk, to hip-hop. Sidebar is all about live entertainment. So if you're looking for a place with great food, great people, and a great atmosphere, Sidebar at 190 Clearfield Pike in Catang, Pennsylvania, right around the corner from the Armstrong County Courthouse, is definitely the place you want to be. Like them on Facebook to keep up on all their events and specials. But more importantly, stop in and become part of the family. So, Your Honor, do you have any objections about the Sidebar? Only that you didn't tell me about this place sooner. I might have to hold you in contempt of court the next time you appear in front of me. Really? Well... Not if you buy the next round some more of those wings. Yeah. 
there from slant six and that song was written by one of the written by justin cook but written for one of the recipients for rock for life alicia marie herbery which uh she's part of the interview with the podcast you're seeing guys and she tells her a little bit of her story it just shows how you know pro positive real and original people can come together and make a better life for someone else. Through music, man. That's what Rock for Life's all about. And that song says a lot. Now, prior to that, you had White Girl Wasted from Sean Perry and the Hazard County Rebellion. But back to the Slant Six song. It's a good message, man. I am one of those guys that used to sit around complaining about my life. and Dude, life's short. Life is very short. I had uh, two good friends pass away this year within a week of each other. Dan Mako, which uh, the Mako show is uh, coming up at Peter B's on the 23rd of this month. And Gary Biondo. And uh, I just want to put that message across. That every time you think it's bad, at least you're still here. And that's what I'm starting to see. I'm still here. I might be sweating my ass off in my little bedroom down here in Lisbon, Ohio, making this podcast for all you people, but I'm still able to be here to do it. And I'm honored to do it. I'm honored that I have such good pro-positive, real, and original people that not only are around me, but listen to me, and I get to work with. 
And speaking of a pro, positive, real, and original person, Mike Perrock is the next interview. And uh, he's a great guy, man. He's another guy that made the Berg scene, him and his band creep, what it was and what it has become. And he carries on. He has concerts from Concert for Anna. He started that out to raise money for his sister who passed. And they do the same thing as Rock for Life. They pick a recipient every year and everything. And he talks all about that. That, that is just something I idolize. And that's something we're going to be starting to do out here in the Akron scene. And I hope all you people see that this is what it's all about. To give. To give back. But uh, right now, just kick back, listen, fire up that fatty again. Get that drink, whatever you got to do. It keeps you in the mood. Because that's what it's all about. Good thoughts and good vibes right here on the American Hilljack Files with Mike Perrock. All right, the Hilljack is still right here at Gigaroo 2017, and I got one of the Pittsburgh guys that I've admired and looked up to for a long guy, long time, the singer that was in Creep. But I'll let him introduce yourself. Introduce yourself, my brother. I'm Mike Perrock. Yeah. And who are you in now? Which 15 bands? Which 15? Well, let's see. We'll narrow it down to... <laughs> My main acts are Mona Lisa Smile, which is like a 90s yeah. grunge alternative cover right. band. And then uh, Here and Now, which I play with the guitar, harmonies, yeah, and the classic rock kind of stuff. But you, You've always been somebody that I, I felt was ahead of the curve on vocal ability, on t- performance and everything. And someone I looked up to when I started, they started out. I appreciate that. You know, so... And... I've, I've not. I've kept up on you a little bit. Now he does. He does the the Anna, the Anna concerts down there, and uh, you have to excuse me. It's been a long weekend. Go ahead. Yeah, that's coming up Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it's every Labor Day weekend. Uh, we moved it to a, a bigger venue because we kind of outgrew the last one. Right. So we're you know we probably brought in about between eight hundred and a thousand people last year. Nice over the weekend. So yeah, we did really well for the recipient. Really helped out a lot. I keep it. It's our tenth year, tenth anniversary. Yeah, I know. So, it's and time has flown because I remember when the you know, you first started that. Yeah, when we started. Well, the, the backstory obviously, my sister died of cancer back in '08. Yes. And uh, the first one was to raise money for her costs. Right. And just the bands were just all over it, and just the whole idea. We're gonna be able to keep this on and help out a person in the community every year, and it's just grown, gotten bigger than the first one. And that's such a. As you, I don't know how much you pay attention to, the, to what I do, but it's the American Hilljack Pro Series, positive, real, and original, and that's one of the things is like you're one of those guys to me is a positive, real, and original person yeah. that takes your talent and does something positive with it beyond who you are, and that's what the, you know. For me, is someone I, I look up to the people that do that, and that's what it has brought me to do what I'm trying to do. Well, I, I believe that you kind of have to. You know what I mean? It's like. Right. And I'm just the kind of person, you know who I am, you probably followed me, you know what I mean, I'm a, I'm a Christian, I'm not the best one at it, but I believe that you, I mean, we're given these gifts exactly. from somewhere else, and I, like, what do we do with them? Right. We use them for our own self-interest, or do we help others with it yeah, as and, well, you know? And that's, in, in all honesty, in the last, I wasn't always like that, and in the last years, the last, you know, since 2007 myself, 
I've started seeing that, and I and I've seen that there's more beyond myself. Yes, and I feel so much better doing things that I'm doing now. Yeah, and I can get up in the morning and I can look at myself in the mirror and know that I'm doing beyond for just me. You know, right. with what I'm doing. Well, with with age, we're both in our late twenties now. We figured that out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, we, over the years. You, well, you might be in your late twenties. I just turned twenty-one. So yeah, I'm, okay. I, I still got time. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows I'm a forty-three-year-old. You know. Adolescent, still trying to hang <laughs> know, in there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, what else is going on with you? What what you got coming up? You know, pick well, whatever you want. I got a lot going on off the uh, uh, off the musical grid too. So things. I mean, I've been doing a lot lately, but my son got a big Division One football scholarship, so he kind of ties up a lot of my time right now. And and that's something that's great too. Oh yeah, yeah. but like once once I get settled into that and know what that entails. Yeah, and then the fall might like I haven't booked anything in the fall. You know what I mean? Just because I don't know what's, what's going to happen, what state I'm going to be in. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> and and it's funny because for all you people that don't know, you know, over here in the Berg area, it was in the mid '90s that Creep and everything was mm-hmm. you know, going and Pain's Invention and all these bands, and we were all you know crossing paths. And it, but now we look and we're all we got kids, we got grandkids. What the heck happened? You know, yep. I don't got the grandkids yet. <laughs> I wasn't planning on either, but uh, you know, I got a four-year-old, a four-year-old yeah. granddaughter that just wraps me around her finger. You and keep it's that great. thing between his legs right now; we'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I look at my uh, other daughters and even my son. That you know, it's like, hey, I'm good with the one, yeah. one granddaughter right now. You're already making me feel old. Mm-hmm. But I want to thank you taking a little minute to step in here. Oh, Mike. absolutely, man. Anytime. And we're we'll have to do a longer interview and get into the in-depth stories of where you all came from because you are one of the guys oh, that helped build the Pittsburgh scene in my opinion okay. along with some of the you know, other guys around here and you're someone that needs to be looked at and people need to know who you are because yeah. not to, you know, I think the unsigned local music from everywhere really needs to be focused on oh, yep. you know well they all start out unsigned you know what yeah, I mean yeah and but where's the push coming from exactly you know well hey Thank you very much for taking the time with Absolutely, me. Absolutely, John. Great seeing you again, man. Oh, no, yes. We're going to have a good time tonight. And all you mother truckers, make sure you stick around because we got more to come. I'm hoping to, I got Scott Boyd who said he's going to come and talk to me, and I'm nervous to even because I got to go on before him because Woody was just a guy that I, uh, I took a lot of notes from. And as we know, that that can be good and bad, I was, you know, all the people that are from the Berg area. But, hey, this is A4Radio.com. I am the American Hilljack. This is the American Hilljack Files. Stick around, mother truckers. So, I'm sitting here at Gigaroo, and I got Suffocate, am I correct? Mm-hmm. Matt and Kate. The, the great Kate. It's in the name. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just perfect. You got, you got the great Kate, you know, that I've known for a long time. Matt, I just met last year. You haven't known her as long as I have. No, I haven't. <laughs> Matt yeah. hasn't known her as long as I have. No, I haven't. <laughs> but they, they kicked off day two here at Gigaroo, and uh, it was a great uh, Excuse me, people. I'm drinking a lot of beer. Uh, it, it was it, it was a great set. It oh, was, thank you. Yeah, you know, thank you. It was it was fun. Yeah, unfortunately the rain keeps coming in and out, and right now we're sitting outside with all my gear, so I'm a little bit panicky on that, watching the roof, <laughs> see if anything's gonna, you know, get fried. But so, how long have you guys been jamming together? Oh, six years now. Six years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, last year I was sitting around the campfire, and I think I sang everything that Matt and you know, Jason Melman and Sleese could could play together. Because <laughs> I was, you know, drunk, but you know, <laughs> no, not here. Wait, wait until you hear the end of this story. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where was I going with it? <laughs> <laughs> We're curious now. 
<laughs> I didn't know I had a story. I was just I, saying. I thought you were going to talk about when you left the fire. Oh, when I left the fire and Jason said, is there any fucking song that guy don't know? You know, it's like, because you guys, but you are very talented, man. I just got to, like I said, meet you like, Kate, your vocals have improved tenfold since I first Thank heard you. you so many years ago. We're, practice. Me and Bill were sitting. Lots of practice. Me and Bill were sitting up there under the uh, pavilion, and that's where both commenting back and forth and just so impressed with you know how far Thank you've you. come, you know. Let alone get to, pl- to play bass and sing. And, and I'd like to point out that not once did she say somebody scream. I, yeah, but I'm, I, <laughs> but like you point out, I've only been up on stage once, and I've already, I'm already two in the hole. So, you know, yeah, I'm working on it. I want to know what the over under is. I'm I not telling you because then I'll lose. You'll, I know. You'll fix it. And, and, well, I want to fix it. If you if you're gonna split the money with me, if there's real bad, we'll split the money. I I, I did make a bet with somebody yesterday. Uh, you probably Rob. Well, that's who it was. Gotta get yeah, old Skinner. <laughs> there was no number, no numbers mentioned though. I I didn't realize you guys made a bet that I wouldn't get up. That I'd be up for at least one song with them. And yeah, yeah. it was. He said somewhere between one and three. Nice. I, I just did one. I was a good boy. So, <laughs> but so uh, you guys have been doing this. Since you started together out here, Gigaroo? Well, she actually started uh, doing Rock for Life before. Oh, I know. me into this. Yeah, we just had a discussion one of the years that I was laying over in the bushes and, you know, sleeping without it. <laughs> I remember. Any. Yeah. I think I gave him a blanket. Yes. <laughs> She's good for that. It's, it happens. But, yeah, and that's, that's great, though, because we were just talking many times. For me, the unsigned local music from everywhere is a, is a big thing for me. And to see guys like this come together for such a good cause and donate their time... And it, it's amazing. And the talent. It's not like, you know, it, you guys are, are just as talented as everybody here. Everybody's so solid. And it's like, it amazes me. And to watch you guys, you know, just the two of you, it was just like, man, this is this is awesome. Just sitting there and yeah, just watching and experiencing something. It's that, good chemistry. It's my BFF and my partner in crime. Yeah. Yes. And this is what we love to do. So if you can do something you love for a good cause. Exactly. There's no reason not to. Fuck exactly. it, why not? Exactly. <laughs> hey, we're unfiltered here. You can say what you want, <laughs> Kate. Yeah. This is the American Hill Jack Files. Feel free to say whatever you want. You know. <laughs> so, Alicia's crashing our interview. Uh, yeah, she's oh, more than welcome on, to crash. Hello. I don't even know what to say. Crash the interview. <laughs> Crashing on Annalise. I didn't even see her there. She didn't even realize I actually did stuff with, I'm a like, secret agent. with Mr. Damiano, or as I call him, Bill. You know. <laughs> but okay, we got a hello out of her. <laughs> and you were, what, Alicia? What were you here? Were you scared to talk? Are you kidding me? I am. What year were you? You're sipping it. Uh, two thousand four, fifteen. No, two thousand. That was three years. Three years ago. Yes. 2014. 17 yeah. minus 3, 14. And so you know, now she is. I was in math. I was good at like calculus, but I'm not good with simple math. I didn't teach math. <laughs> <laughs> but you've now you're you're in be- you're in better yeah, health. Two years and four months, I think. I'm liver disease and cancer free. God bless you. And she just graduated high school. Yeah, <laughs> with high honors too. Yes. So. That's and very exciting. Yes, very exciting. see, it, that's what good, pro, positive, real, and original actions from love of you know music does. We help the people that you know deserve it and need that need it. And she is such a, she's a little firecracker. You know, let me tell you, she's scared me a few times a day. I ain't kidding. So you know, I wouldn't lie to you people. I, I got a few ex-wives to lie to. So you know, but did you just say you have a few ex-wives to lie to? Oh yeah. <laughs> 
And that'll be on air, and somehow it'll come back to me. Don't oh, worry. It's gonna bite you in the ass, yeah. Oh, it always does. But that's that's John. <laughs> <laughs> if someone ain't bite, something ain't coming back to bite me in the ass. I don't know how to live. But back on point. Thank you guys for taking a little time to come in and talk. And, you know, I'm just getting a little interviews here and there. But they're gonna have to do another time. We can sit down where we don't have so much going on. And, yeah, you know, for and sure. You, you really, yeah. Yep. And if you guys ever record anything that I can play on her, make sure you get it to you know me or Bill, and we'd be good. Well, we'll have to get my. We'll have to set up in Bill's house like he used to, and just you know play live. Old times. Yeah. So, yeah, but I can't hear John at all. Bill's set up at your house like old times. You know. Yeah, but I formed my band at your kitchen. We talked about that. I wrote my only original in your kitchen. Bill's trying to stay married for some reason. I don't get it. You know, yeah. We he, love you, Kelly. <laughs> and I love you too, Kelly. Even though you know, I, you know, you look at me. I, me and your husband are the toe opposites. He's the perfect husband, and I'm just not. So. <laughs> well put. <laughs> Kelly will argue with you. She will. That's what well, she's married too. Yeah, but but she, he, Bill's Bill's a good husband. He knows who the figurehead is in his house. <laughs> Kelly, yeah. you know, Listen. I I never got I've never got. That's my whole problem is I try to run the house. If I would just learn to keep my mouth shut, I'd still have a house, you know. I, when I'm at work, I'm I'm in charge of a classroom. I'm in charge of you know. When I was at Kennywood. I was a manager. I don't need to be in charge at home. Exactly. <laughs> like here you go. You put on the pants. Less well, of a headache that way. <laughs> well, you mother truckers, stick around. We got more to come here from the American Hilljack Files on aproradio.com. And I'm trying to promote this and pimp it as much as possible because I want all you mother truckers to spread the word like it's the new fucking rolled up joint because that's what needs to happen, people. Let's make the onside local music from everywhere grow. Thank you. Thank you.
right, live and devil right there from Manchester Road, Akron, Ohio's up-and-comers. And before that, you had Tarachan Sky with Daisy Duke right out of Beaver Falls, PA. We got the whole tri-state music scene just rocking and rolling on this good podcast with good vibes and good thoughts going on. And uh, speaking of good vibes and good thoughts, as you hear at the beginning of this podcast every time, you hear about podcasts you're seeing. The American Hilljack Files is from the American Hilljack Pro Series, which is aprorradio.com, but it's also featured on podcastyourscene.com, where uh, the PA Rock Show with uh, Mr. Bill Damiano, and of course me sometimes as a sidekick, the weekly rock blog with Brian Schaefer, and uh, and the American Hilljack Files are all three on there. So, you know... And we hope to add more, but you got to be good. You got to be up to good quality, and we want from scenes all around the country. Now, this will be featured on podcast you're seeing this next interview, but I thought it was so fun and so good. I'd feature it on the American Hilljack Files as well. Give you guys a little taste. We don't cuss and swear on there like this motherfucker does. You know, they, it's a little more clean. But we still get our point across and we talk about the stuff. But you can't always be unhinged and unfiltered like the Hilljack and everybody I bring on here. But we still have a good time. So here's uh, Mr. Doug Carnahan of After the Fall. And he also does his own acoustic stuff. Mr. Bill Damiano of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. And he is the sixth member of the Hellfire Club. No matter what he says. And he's my Jedi on the old podcasting stuff. So, and myself. Sit right back, guys. It's always fun to listen. All right, so I know that I've got a lot to do today, but I had to do a little podcast you're seeing with two of the great guys that I've done podcast you're seeing with. And we haven't done one in a few months together, but we got Doug Carnahan from uh, After the Fall and... His own acoustic stuff. When we got Bill Damiano from the PA Rock Show, and we're sitting here at Gigaroo, we're gonna you know shoot the breeze a little bit. So, uh, what's going on, fellas? Doug just got here, so he's he's a little behind on beers. We're gonna have to catch him up, you know. And I'm Bill, way behind. Yeah, <laughs> Bill ain't even drinking Mountain Dew anymore, so you know it's you know we're a little slacking. So, you you ready for this, Doug? I think so. I think I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys both have a few hours still. You're good to go. Yeah, I, I, you think. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doug, you've been in After the Fall now for what, eight years? Five. Five? Five, five. John. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Overshot that a little. It was five. It's five years. It's 2012, buddy. So you've been a big part of Rock for Life since coming in here and learned a lot. And you know, so I envy that. You, know, you get Thanks, to buddy. be part of something so great. And it's just fun for me to come over and play, but i am got to say you got to sit back and watch Steve and Matt and just be like, man, how do you guys pull all this off? It's, it's, it's an inspiration, that's for sure, dude. You know, see, and, uh, I mean, I, I have mad respect for both of them, man. That's, that's not even my thing. You know, I just I just came into it, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, You're right. It's just long before I, I was, you know, I was just down more in the Pittsburgh area in my old bands. And, uh, right. It's like I, I merged up here. It's crazy. 
Yeah, but it, dude, you you fit in. You know, you, you I try. You I, try. Beca- I get along with anybody, John. I know, and that's why I like you. You're, you mean you're the total opposites? No, no, you and I are total opposites. Yeah, me and Bill are total opposites. <laughs> and Bill, man, you really started, you know, with how helping hybrid with yeah, your website. That was '95. Yeah, so you like you've really been here. Me and you've been here since the birth of this thing, technically. You know, you've just done work with them. I was the guy that, you know, I come in here a few times and played with a few Melted bands. your shoes to the van. Yeah, yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> Doug's like, what? <laughs> well, well, that's a whole long story. We can talk about that later. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, we can talk about it now. <laughs> okay, Rock for Life, I believe it was 2001 or two. It was the same year that, that your two, son was singing. Yeah, 2002. I... Uh, there was a box truck right off the side of the stage, and I wanted to impress everybody, so I started out and had my roadie guy boost me up on top of this box truck, and here the, the box truck was sitting in the sun most of the day, so it was really hot, and my shoes started melting to the this box truck, so I'm trying to get away from it, but I couldn't get my shoes, and I finally just had to jump down, I jumped straight down from the box truck into the middle of the stage, and it was a, cra- it was a crazy experience, but... And as you can see, yeah, the bands are in the background getting ready to roll. So we're, we're going to keep you know, talking as long as possible. And Doug's, I'm tra- I, 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 Doug's trying, trying to hear you. And <laughs> Doug's trying to hear me, and I just ain't as loud as I normally am because I've been smoking and drinking all day. So, <laughs> but you know, with all all that goes on here, it really is, you see a plethora of talent of different bands. You know, and It's, it's a good showcase for the area. You know? Yeah. It, it does, it's uh yeah, it's, it's summer live. Whether you, you know, they're going to have some you know, quality bands come out here for a, a good day of you know, fun and for a good cause. But it's, it is a if you you know, it's like a, I don't say a creme de la creme. I hate to say it. he's used that word, but you know what I mean. Like it uh, is though. It's always a good selection. The lineup's always ne- it's never la- it's never slacking. Yeah, know? but we got lacking for talent. It goes from acoustic to you yeah. know, to punk to you know to rock to metal to everything and, it's, yeah. and, and that's true, we even have some country stuff here that's gone on and, and and you don't see that anywhere in a lot of the other local scenes and that's why i respect coming over here and getting back in the scene when i get the chance to because i like that i like seeing a bunch of different stuff yeah everybody you, working together everybody coming together for one you know one good cause yeah, i hear you brother I hear yeah. you. it's a good thing it's, it's, it's good you know good to be here it's a good thing I'm trying to keep up with your conversation and with what's going on up on stage, and I'm not doing a very good job of it. <laughs> but we're here now. If you can hear them, that's this yeah. is up now. Yeah, here and now that Mike that we just had on here a little bit ago, he's up there, and instead of singing, he's playing guitar. So you know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to see so many different things go on. So you know, we d- just want to get in here with a little podcast you're seeing real quick, and you know, try to update. If there's anything you want to go into subjects about, Bill, and yeah. Um, I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> yeah, this was your idea. See, this is what Bill does to me. <laughs> Most I get a message at like five minutes before he's going to do an interview. You want to help me out I with do this? do that. Hey, John, I'm, I'm about to interview somebody. Hop on. <laughs> yeah, so it's crazy. But hey, all you people. It's stick- usually when I have no idea what I'm going to do. I let him talk. <laughs> so all you people stick around for podcast you're seeing. And we also go, th- we got the Pennsylvania Rock Show that's on the podcast you're seeing. We got the American Hilljack Files. And we got Brian's show, uh, Weekly rock blog. The weekly rock rock blog, and we gotta get Doug's own show. You know, I, I think we gotta get Doug's own show. Because I, I don't know about all that, man. Uh, we <laughs> need to, dude. You, oh, show. You, you. I, I love everybody. Want to listen to me ramble on for forty-five minutes or whatever it is. I love it. People listen to me for forty-five minutes, and I don't know why. You know, and that's just when I sing. Think about that for a second. Your shows are over two hours long, and you said they listen for forty-five minutes. I was just talking about when I sing. <laughs> you know, I don't know why they listen to the full two hours of my show. It amazes me. 
Yeah. No, I got mad respect for you though, man, for doing for doing this, man. You know, your Thank podcast, you. your scene and stuff. You know, like so I, I mean, seriously, I I couldn't do that. I, I don't have the, the just even the time or place in my life right now to devote to, with the bands and my acoustic stuff and family and stuff like that. But you know, the fact that you are out there trying to promote everything, well, I got you, mad man. respect for that, buddy. Thank you, Doug. Absolutely, that means a lot. Dude, I'm sitting here, and so people know you can't Absolutely. see it, but I got a tear in my eye. That really meant a lot to me, dude. <laughs> so, well, hey, we're gonna do more of these podcast scenes and get back on track here as much as possible with everything that's going on. And uh, right now, we're gonna take a pause for the cause and watch some of the bands, and then I got other stuff to do. And if you weren't here this weekend for the Gigaroo, you got Rock for Life coming up, and you got Rocktoberfest. So you know this this first weekend of August, first weekend of October. Yeah, so you got to be you got to be getting out here to the real scene of what it is. Stick around. Well, I'm the type of guy that stays inside. If you ask to hang out, I'm gonna lie and say I'm busy today. Well, I like to be at home and I sleep a lot. And when I'm in public, I'm never caught by anyone who knows my name. People coming up to me Talking about their families And what they do at work But I try to crack a little smile But then their stories go for miles Goddamn, I am an introvert When I get a new message, I don't reply Michelle left me and I didn't cry Because I don't need her love Cause I got a new girl in Pornhub too If I wanna have fun I'll huff some glue Just kidding guys You know I don't do drugs People coming up to me Talking about their families And what they do at work But I try to crack a little smile But then their stories go for miles Goddamn I am an introvert If you can't accept me for what I am Then go be friends with Crowbar and Len But they aren't as charming as me But still I am a normal guy I'm just like you, I laugh and cry But I'm often just misunderstood People coming up to me Talking about their families And what they do at work but I try to crack a little smile, but then their stories go for miles. Goddamn, I am an introvert. Well, you might think I'm a pompous ass, but you're past judgment way too fast. It's just a little quirk. And no, I won't apologize. My world is filled with truth, not lies. Goddamn, I am an introvert. Goddamn, I am an introvert.
from Rad Bastard Syndicate out of Cumbloas or Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I had to use the Cumbloas, Ohio, uh, from uh, Steve Teato, the guitar player, and Keith Pickens, the drummer of Rat Bastard Syndicate's former band, American Dogs, Great Lakes singer Michael Hannon. And I always end with bullshit by them. And uh, before that was Toolbox and the Crew with God Damn I Am an Introvert. Both of those songs are my theme songs, let me tell you, this week. I'll tell you what. I'm going to let you in on the little story of the Hilljack. Sit right back. Let me tell you a tale. So, uh, everybody knows I've been going through the shit I have in my personal life. And I go to Gigaroo. And uh, I get pictures with a few people. And people come up and get pictures with me all the time. And I catch shit. And... I've been catching shit for so long and being told that I'm this terrible person that don't care and just think about myself and, you know, and then I put up a thing about, you know, everybody talking about my hugs and kisses and when the majority of it was from guys because I do, I hug everybody. You get a hill jack hug and a kiss on the cheek. There's only one person I tried to kiss in the mouth all weekend and that was Zach Shepard from After the Fall. And uh, he had to go home, and he was in the shower, like in the crying game, I guess, and set himself up for therapy. <laughs> you know, it's like this, mother truckers. I like who I am. I like who I've become. And I just got to stick with that. And speaking of liking things, Silk Nine out of Pittsburgh is dropping a release. And I got to talk to uh, two of the guys. First up is Anthony Leone, great guitar player. And he brought out the Kamikaze George Lynch guitar for the show. And he was smoking. Oh, my God. It was great to see him play. But this interview is a great interview. And even though our views are a little different, but they're similar as well. It was a great interview. And, uh, in between that, I'm going to play their first release, but the second interview is the one that meant the world to me. I mean, um, you just don't know how much it meant to me. I was sitting there smiling like a schoolgirl, getting to interview Scott Woody Boyd, uh, and you'll hear all about that. But sit right back, double interview from Silk Nine. With their song, I Don't Know, off their next release, in between the interviews. Good shit, people. Straight out of Pittsburgh. Silk Nine. All right, so the Hilljack is still sitting here in Gigaroo 2017, and I got Anthony Leone from Silk Nine. And uh, these mother truckers have acquired one of my big influences that I'm waiting for him to get here. But unfortunately, I guess I'm the only singer that shows up early. You know, I love Scott Boyd and Woody. You know I look up to you and think you're a god. But, man, we talked about you're supposed to be here and talking about shit. But we'll talk about your band with the guy that actually knows what's going on. So, Anthony, introduce yourself. Tell, them what, tell everybody what you do in the band. Uh, what am I doing with the band now? No, what who? What do you do in the band? What do I do in the band? I try to do as little as possible, but get stuck <laughs> doing as as much as possible, you know. But um, currently, I'm playing guitar for the band and uh, and backing vocals. Nice. 
Now, you know, Silk Nine's been around how long now? I, jeez, man. So I knew I might have told you about my dates and, and my uh, not 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 guess keeping the, track, but guess I the think, um, Exit the Pain is four years old, so we're going on our fifth year right now. Nice. And you know, like I said, you you just acquired Woody. You just recorded another d- disc, and uh, you guys just recently did some great shows. You know, getting open up for some bigger bands down in the yeah, I mean, Berg area. Yeah, we uh, we just let's see, we did the uh, the Winger show was a really great show. Um, then now, we followed that up with um, who do we, uh, Sebastian Block, which you know, regardless of what everybody thinks of him, he was really cool. Right. Um, we had a really good show with those guys. Both sold out. Um, and we started out actually our first gig. We did a um, uh, a gig with Neverwake, their CD yes. release party down at um, Mr. Small's. Yeah. They've got a, a new venue upstairs, which was you know really cool. That was kind of our stepping stone. You know, right. we wanted to see if is this going to work? Can we work together? How are we going to mesh on stage? And right, know, it worked out good. So we discussed it after that that we were going to mush on. Nice. Now, in in your opinion, because isn't Red Beach still a Pittsburgh guy? Would we, we, we could still. Con- Partially consider Winger uh, Berg local. <laughs> I would, yeah. I mean, Rev, Rev's been a local guy for a long time. I, you know, I don't think he'd be offended by that statement at all. And I believe yes. that um, uh, he's got a gig there with his project up at Jurgles, where we play with Winger um, coming up at sometime in September. So yeah, he's a local guy. Yeah, you know, I, it's cool to have a guy like that stature local. You know, and dude, I, I, there's there's one guy in Pittsburgh that I am afraid to go beer to beer. With because Reb will out drink you. I don't care what anybody says. Oh come on, man! He's got the touring behind it. He's got a lot of it. He's got a lot of practice at it. You know? I know, but yeah. <laughs> oh, he's he's great, great, just a great guy all around. And such a humble dude, and one of the most, uh, in my opinion, underrated guitar players in rock history. But yeah, with Silk Nine, uh, I see like getting Woody. Not that you guys weren't good before, because I've seen you here last year. But man, getting Woody has really—it's getting you guys that uh, that gravitational pull that a lot of the you know you guys needed a lot more attention. And uh, and I'm hearing such great things now. You got to get me some new stuff to play on here because I got to play it on the Hilljack Files because you know get you mother truckers out there because yeah. that's what we do. We uh, we support the unsigned local music from everywhere, and and I'm not just doing it because I you know I like to ride Scott's nuts like it's a new sled, but you know I I just really like what you guys are doing. You know? Yeah, dude, just PM me on Facebook. I'll send you a link. We'll give you the new single. You can play it. I got it to Bill as well. Um, yeah. You know, the cool thing that we did is, you know, I was on the fence about the first single. Mm-hmm. Um, the song I'll send you is I Don't Know. Uh, we had a, a listening party. Mm-hmm. We let everybody uh, at that party pick our single. Right. We let everybody hear the five songs we had to offer. Right. And the song that I'll send you, I Don't Know, was the song that everybody thought would be, nice. you know, the, the song. Um, I can't say that I agree. But you know, but you're doing it the right way. You're giving the you're giving the opportunity for the fans to make the choice, and that was the idea. Yeah. And to be honest, our bass player Charlie Dog, it was his idea in a sense where he said, "Hey, let's just get some people together, have a few beers, and let them listen and pick a song." Right. And I said, "Well, if we're going to do that, let's go." You know, my mind always goes, "Let's go bigger." If yep. we're going to do it, let's get a venue. You know, so we so we went to Vault Recording. I had a good friend, uh, Bob McCutcheon, who did just nice, an outstanding job of building this state of the art. Um, uh, recording studio out uh-huh. on Neville Island, uh, spared no no expense. I mean, he right. bought a bank building. It was an old bank. Sweet. Hence the term vault, right? Yeah. They gutted it out. Uh, pianos and stuff went in there, wired it, 
Um, he had it designed by a, an architect that strictly does studios out in, um, in L.A. Right. Um, there's not a square corner. I didn't know this till I went out there and he explained it. There's not a square corner because of the deflection of sound and things. Right. So if you ever get a chance even just to stop in, say hi, and check so it out. So the acoustics has got to be fucking badass It's ridiculous. It's it. It's ridiculous. So he was nice enough to load it all into his system. Right. Play it for us on you know what he calls the girl impressors, the big speakers. Right. We took in like 15, 20 people at a time into the, the control room, let them hear it. And at the end of the night, you know, they picked the single. Right. So personally yourself, how long have you been around the Berg scene, Anthony? Excuse me. I've been playing guitar. I don't even want to tell you because I should be much better than I am. Um, geez, I started playing, I don't know, 16, 18 years old. Well, I actually started playing acoustic. You're 21 this like, year, right? Yeah, I'm 20. Well, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, we always talk about the different. What What do you think with the local scene? Do you think it's getting better? Do you, what do you see, the goods, the bads, the indifference? And this is unfiltered, so you can be as blatant as you yeah, want. Well, I like to be honest, if you don't mind. And, and, you know, a lot of people might not like what I have to say, but it is what it is because I'm to the point where, you know, oh, well. Yeah. You know, yeah, we got some really good bands in the area. Um, I think we need to step it up in a lot of areas. Right. Um, but we are still in the mentality of, hey, play a bunch of covers and filter in your originals. Right. And I'm totally against that. And I actually posted a um a write-up on facebook from a guy that wrote you know an alternative way to do things right if you want to write songs and you want to be known for writing songs then write songs right you know get an hour set together and go play your songs and create your following by your songs don't create a following by cover songs so when you play your songs that's beer time for everybody to hit the bar right you know and to to be be honest you know as a sound guy i went to see a band one night it was a tribute band, and um, it was packed. You know, right? I went up, said hi to the sound guy, and I said, "Hey, man, great night." He goes, "Listen," he goes, "When you can get a crowd like this with your songs and not playing somebody else's songs, then tell me you're having a good night." And I thought about that and said, "You know what? This is very cool. Everybody's enjoying it. I get right. that part of it, but as a musician, if I can get this type of following with my songs, wouldn't right. that feel, you know, you know, just..." hundred times better yeah you know, as a musician yeah and i get it i'm still on that mentality the old whiskey high mentality i ain't gonna lie we you know do the you know the hellfire club ourselves we mix the originals and the covers in there but i see what you're saying and trust me for for us my i'm the guy that's kind of picky if the original my biggest thing is like some of these bands that do like you're saying the originals don't measure up to the covers right and that's where like you said where they go to the bar and that's why I, you know i try to you know be the guy that says, okay, does this measure up with everything we're yeah. doing? Instead, just, you know, it, to me, like you were saying, a good original has to be a good original, not just to have an original. And there's too many bands, in my opinion, within a lot of local scenes that they just, you know, they just throw shit at the wall and see what's going to stick instead of, you know, really honing their craft and, you know, doing something that is going to bring that attention. Yeah. yeah and, 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 Another thing is, like, you're talking about going to an actual studio and getting somebody that knows what they're doing. There's too many people now, I think, because they have the recording stuff at home that think that don't know what they're doing just because you get the capture. But it, you need somebody that's going to do that shit and, you know, mix it and, ma- you know, make it, you know, and master. You, yeah. you say mastering to somebody. Well, look, man, here, here's how I look at it. And, and, again, maybe some people disagree with me, but if I'm going to put something down, that's my legacy. That's something exactly. that I will live with the rest of my life. And I'm not going to half-ass it. You know, I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm not going mean, to. Don't get me wrong. There's budgets and everything. You oh, know? no, no, no. And that's just the way. To, but with today's options, um, you can do it. 
on a tight budget and do it professionally. Yes. You know, the, we, what I've always strived that is I want local music, whatever I release, I want it to be, man, just, I want it to be as close as national as possible. Exactly. You know, and I know there's a big discussion on local versus national. Well, that's the difference to me. Like, when I throw in a CD, I know that's a national band. I know that's a huge band. You know, Dude. I don't want my stuff to sound like a local band. Right. You know, the and, quality of it. Yeah, the quality. And that's the whole thing. Like, you know, you know speaking of Whiskey High, but Skell's latest disc has had so much, you know, when it came out, I was like, oh my God, this this is like the best mixed i've heard in such a long time want to hear a funny story about that yeah i want to hear it here's a great story so um i'm driving down the road one day my phone rings it's it's, it's woody and he's like um dude he goes you got to listen to the scale cd he goes it sounds really good i said yeah i said i actually listened to it i said it sounds phenomenal he goes um i'm gonna call mike up and see where they got that mastered are you cool with that i'm like yeah so that's where we went see there you go you know and mike was mike palone was nice enough to share that information he didn't have to share that information but he did Palone's you know, always been the, the Yoda of uh, you know helping everybody out you know to me he's my he's one of my Jedi's along with uh, you know Mr. Damiano here that you know keeps that's the guys I you know, go to and you, they are great people that will share things with you and try to help you and I think that's a lost art too there's a lot there's absolutely people, here's the thing man you just have confidence in what you're doing right stand behind what you're doing do it to the fullest extent right and that's all you can do, you know. Exactly. Some people are going to like it. Some people aren't going to like it. But you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. You know? And Mike does what he does, and it sounds great. He's always been a, you know, phenomenal guitar player. Um, so yeah, I mean, it worked out. We had some delays, right? And we would have never heard that if we didn't have, have those delays, phase. right? Yeah. So everything happens for a reason. Our delays caused us to have a better product, exactly. and with the help of Mike and, and, and the guys over at Scale you know, help us have a better product. So, you know, whether you look at that, you know, inadvertently the scene helping one another, well, there's a prime example of how you can yeah. help one another. And that's what the whole thing is here. You know, we're, we're you know, the American Hilljack Pro Series, positive, real, and original. And that's my whole thing is, you know, being positive, real, and original, it's not a competition between bands anymore. People don't realize, you know, it's Netflix, it's Hulu, it's all the shit that's going on that people can get in their house for free. That get You know, you got to get them to come out of the house, you know, and that's, I, I, I love that, like, things like this out here where everybody just comes together and is positive and tries to work with each other and help each other put on a good yep. show. Because that's, that's all right. that really matters at the end of the day. It shows is, you know, an ass every 18 inches through the door. Yep. It doesn't matter all this, you know, ego bullshit that, you know, we all went through, you know, as 21 year old guys back in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know what, I mean, another conversation, you know, I hang out with the guys from Homicide Black quite a bit. Jazz oh, yes. Byers and Sean, we, Sean, you know, yeah. we always have our, you know, therapy sessions, we call them. But, you know, Jazz sent me one time, you know, we'll play with Silkline anytime. He goes, and we're buddies. He goes, but when I hit that stage, you know, we want to be the best band of the night. Oh, yeah. And not just the way But it that's, is. Healthy no, comp- that's, that's healthy right. competition. That, that's right. And I told him, and you're gunning for me, I'm gunning for you, but after we're all done, we're cracking beers. Yeah, exactly. Time. And that's, that's, that's what I think needs to come back to in a lot of the local scenes is that mentality. Yeah, you know, like you said, yeah, when we get on the stage, we'll, you know, we'll hammer it out. We'll see who's, but, you know. Yeah, I'm going to help you set your shit up. You're going to help me set my shit up. Absolutely. You know, and just make a good show. But, you know, when it comes time to throw down, we're going to throw down, Mother Trucker, and we're going to see what happens. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, some people might think, oh, here we go. That's arrogant. It's not arrogant. It's healthy competition. Yeah. And for me, watching guys, like I've said, you know, if it wasn't for me going and watching guys like Woody, you know, uh, Dittman, you know, Mike, and that was my, like, okay, I learned from them at the same time. It's like, okay, 
how can I step myself up a little bit? You know, it, but that inspired me. That's it wasn't right. like me being egotistical. It's like, man, if they're that good. I got to be try to be that much better. You, you know, and that's to healthy set a competition, goal and you have to go after that goal. Yeah. And some people might think, you know, you know, as far as myself, hey, your goals are too far. You have to make reasonable goals. Well. I don't know. I don't think that's any fun. I want no. to make, I want to shoot for the stars. You know, I want to make a goal that I have to work at to get there. Yeah, I don't want to you know set a goal that I can easily reach. Exactly. You know, and you and you and you see a lot of these guys that just take the the lesser goal and then later on they're regretting it because it's like, man, if I would have just done this, and but you're doing it the wise way. You're looking at like, okay, here's here's the big picture and that's what I'm shooting for instead of just going for the I'll just do this right now. And I, I see that a lot with a lot of the younger guys. I try to tell them it's like, dude life's short you know i'm sitting here i've been doing this 25 years there's some of the mistakes i made because i didn't go for the bigger goal you know and that's i like that's why I, and i i myself get inspired by guys like you and still learning at my uh, ripe age of 21 so <laughs> i'm right behind you man i'm right behind you <laughs> yeah it's, it's great this year you know i'm finally legally to drink so but hey thanks for taking a little time to step into no we're gonna have to do a longer better interview when you know sure. we're not sitting out here outside and i got my guitar player dave behind me setting up his tent and everything and i'm trying not to be distracted but you know he's so sexy and i gotta just go over and touch his butt and he's gonna no, throw he's, a fit so this is my uh, kind of show <laughs> <laughs> so stick around people aproradio.com the american hilljack files you don't know what you're missing you out here gigaroo and rock for life's coming up in august so you know step back out here for this so stick around folks there's more to come
All right, now, here I am with one of the guys that, if I hadn't watched him when I first started, him and Tim Amar, I would have been fucked because I was this drummer that had no idea how to be a goddamn singer. And this guy, I think I think you were in 18 names the first time I fucking seen you. You see how much shit I know about Come you? Come on, man. Yeah, see? You, I, dude, you were a god to me. You don't get it, Woody. Scott Boyd, who is now with Silk Nine. But uh, I talk about you all the time on here, Mother Trucker, you know, and, and I... And I even had six cents on my show at school. I was always playing you, Mother Truckers, yeah. when you were in with them. So, how you doing, Woody? John, I got to tell you, man, I'm living life, man. I, I tell, I'm blessed to be able to still be what I'm doing, what I'm doing. Yeah. For all these years, man, I look back and I feel like I'm still bringing it at a high level as I ever did. You know. Yes, you are. After after putting twenty some plus years into this business, you know. Yes, it, dude. You were one of the guys, like I said. I was this drummer. I got carpal tunnel. I had no idea what I was going to do. And these guys are like, well, you're going to be a singer. I started taking lessons, and I was like, I had no understanding of how to be a front man. None, you know? So, like, first I went and I watched, you know, I watched Tim, you know, Triple X and shit. And it's like, you know, because I always thought I was too short to be a front man. So I, I, I was a little bit taller than, you know, anymore. So I thought, you know, I'm okay. But then I go watch you, and dude, to me, like I said, from the first time I seen you, it's like this motherfucker controls a motherfucking room. There's just no doubt in my mind, and you could project. You're, you you had the had to have a diaphragm that was like a fucking you know <laughs> oxygen tank, you know. And I was always impressed by that. And you you put on a hell of a show still to this day, you know. Well, you know, I got to I got to date it back to the whiskey high days. You know, we had a great run. Mike right. alone was like my. Uh, He's the Yoda. He's the, he's the man. You know, Mike would always stay on me. He he would tell me, you know, Woody, whatever you do, you gotta be, do it big. If you're yep. gonna if you're gonna point over here, you gotta point like every, like every show, no matter if it's ten people or twenty thousand people, it's gotta be the same. Yep. And I just that's where I am. And that's where I got it from. And people don't get. I think that's a lost art with a lot of the younger guys, in my opinion. Coming from somebody that I look up to, I know you probably go out and you watch these guys and you, and you see talent. But the, the entertainment value, I feel, has digressed with a lot of these younger guys that don't get that. And I try to tell them, I, dude, man, you guys are great, but if you put on a little bit of a show, that's going to that's gonna put you right in that compete, competitive. Exactly right. A lot of guys, the new guys c- coming up today, they, they do what they're doing more for themselves when they should be doing it for the people to come and pay to see them. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, an ass every eighteen inches. That's all that fucking matters. In, it's at the not end of always the night. about every song you do, or songs because you like to do them. You know, sometimes you got to bite the bullet, play a song you may not like. Oh, we've both done that many you times. Got to get the people to the, <laughs> to the venue. Yeah, I mean, with Silk Nine, you know, we we're all original rock band, so right. we we have a luxury of playing all our own music. And, right. Uh, um, you know, I, I kind of got asked by Anthony Leone, who's a great. Great uh, guitar player, yes. songwriter, and, uh, and and he's a great businessman as well. The way right. we run Silk Nine is like a business, and, and that's what you have to do. It, people don't get it, you know. But after all these years of doing it, you know, I do get it. And uh, I came on board. He reached out to me. 
and was like, hey, Woody, I got some songs. I'd like to see if you like them. Right. You got free range. You write the lyrics, whatever you want to do, change the melodies. And him and I went in the studio, and uh, we, we killed it, man. We got a great CD ready to drop. And and I heard that you even had the Yoda, Mr. Mike Pallone, help you guys with the mastering. We had Anthony exactly. on here. Exactly. I know? mean, that's how it goes. I mean, I called my buddy Mike. I'm like, dude, who did your mastering? He was like, you got to go to this guy. Couple weeks later, our stuff's down there getting mixed by the same guy that did the scale CD, which is phenomenal. Uh, oh yes, yes. I, I mean, just dude, I mean, he sent that to, me, and I was so excited because I got the thank you, and the thank yous from Mike, and but it didn't say American Hilljack, so my son was like, yeah, he didn't mean you, he meant me. So, <laughs> but it's for me like guys like you have been around, you know, for a long time and have seen the scene go its ups and downs. And we always talk about the goods and bads and, you know, about the scenes. What's your view on Woody? Because, I mean, you, you watch just as much as I do some of the shit that goes I mean, on. The toughest thing about getting people out in the clubs nowadays is just all these, you know, drinking and driving and stuff. Back and when I was with uh, Whiskey High and we were touring all over the tri-state area, yeah. people didn't care about it. I mean, we had 300 people come through the door every night. I know. Everywhere we were at. Now people are like, you got to be a little more... Uh, not secluded, but you have to be a little more selective in what you do now. Like the way Silk Nine approaches our stuff is we want to make sure that we play the best spots where we could showcase our right. music. We don't want to have a confliction with like people saying, oh, well, we can catch them down at, you know, so and so next Joe's week. Bar and Grill yeah. next week for five bucks. And then when you try to sell them a $25 ticket when you're opening for some a national. They're like, well, I'm not going to pay $25 right. to see you guys when I can see you next week, week for five, five bucks. bucks. Exactly. See. So you have to be, you have to decide. There's a point in time where you have to decide whether you're going to be an original artist or whether you're going to be a cover band playing originals, and and that's really a fine line where we are. And I, and I ain't gonna lie, I'm still milking the, I'm still milk, milking that. I do the mixture of things like tonight. You know, we're doing the old, you know, we got five originals and four covers, and but you know, but that was from the Yoda. You know, that was like I'm, I like you. I'm getting up there. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting up there in the tooth. And what are you trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're 21 this year, just like yeah. that's what me and Tony were saying. We're both, yeah, we're both 21. But, you know, you, I'm seeing a lot of things change. And like you just said, it's hard to get people to come out because, not just because of the eyelaws, but like I always say, you got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got everything at home. And then you get these, and, and I ain't trying to knock some of these bands. I don't understand the bands that, like, they got five shows in a month and they stream the whole show, four of them. So, like you just said, the same thing. It's like, well, well, well shit, you're going to stream, you know, shows next month. Why should I go out and pay you to fucking go see you? Right. You know, and you got to think logically. Take, for instance, this event. You know, this this young boy, Zach, that they're doing this for, he's so sick, you know. Yep. And, and, and this is an opportunity where all top-notch bands come together right. to raise money to, to give to this kid. You know, right. Whether it's a Make-A-Wish style deal where he can go on a family vacation. Or whatever, yeah. Or whether it changes his quality of life. I mean, this is a super great event that these boys put on. And, uh, you know, even though it's busy and it's going to get busier as the night goes on, this place should be wall-to-wall. I yeah. I mean, realistically, there should be 1,000 people here. And, 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 and dude, it, what's great is the way the bands work together for me. It's like, you know, I it, it's, I miss the days. Dude, it's, I, a lot of the, I'm trying to, with my thing is, you know, pro, pro positive, real, and original. Try to get people to realize it's not a competition between us bands until you hit the stage. 
you know, once you get on the stage, yeah, yeah, it's all, you know, let's try, you do your best, but like when you're trying to set up and everything and whatnot, it's cool to help each other out so the show runs fucking smooth. It should never be a competition against bands against bands. Right. It's bands against all the people that are here, you know yeah. what I mean? You want to do your best on stage. Yeah, you know, it's never, well, I got to play better so that I'm better than this band before or after me. Right. I bring it the same every time. Yeah, I, it I don't you, have an on-off switch. I know you don't, and that's so, why I've always admired I mean, you, my I, friend. I, I, I'm going to bring what I do on stage, and I don't ever look at it as me against this band or me against this guy or singer. I know what I can do. I'm going to bring it. You know, I got a God-given ability to do what I do for this many years, and I... Uh, it's, it's the bands against the people. You want to try to persuade these people to go online, check out your merchandise. Right. You know, go online, download our stuff. You know, We're about ready to release our um, forthcoming CD from Silk Nine, and it's, it's probably the best I've been a part of. And I say that's that. A, that's big for you to that's say. That's big shoes to fill. I've been a lot of, a lot of albums, a lot of CDs. I was trying to count back in my, I think... All in all, even with some other productions and background tracks I've done for, you know, even the late great Pete Rossi, I played oh, with him yeah. for a while. We had we have su- we had such catalog of recordings that never even we re- that were released. Right. So Tony and I are are now starting to maybe sift through some of the puzzles to see if we can. Dude, that would be really some cool. Of, uh, you know, get a one of the old rail productions back and just do like a small EP or something. Yeah. So, so you mother I truckers think, know. I think it's probably. Maybe 10, 12 CDs I got out in yeah. my run, but uh, this one is something special to me because I really, I really think that uh, that we we hit the, we hit a lot of the park, John. We did because uh, it's it's uh, it's a little bit of everything, but it's uh, it's got that true feel to it. You right. Know, we're gonna play some of the songs tonight. And uh, we'll get you some tracks for your show too. Yeah, I, I, I got released. Anthony hooking. Yeah. I don't know. He says, yeah, he's I don't know. It's our first single. It's coming out. And uh, they've already released our music in Europe because we do have a, a European um, record contract for distributing. Nice. So they are. And dude, that's the best way to go to they a are, distributing deal. Then they, exactly. Because. I do. We've both gone that route. Where they someone, don't know where you're at. They they hear your stuff in Europe. People in Europe actually still buy CDs. Yeah. And uh, the craziest part is that the European market is like 25 years behind us. So it um, works for us guys like us it, though. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> like when we was in prime time in the states, we're prime I'm time rock stars in Europe. <laughs> Goddamn right. But dude, and it, but you know, I uh, I had a good run with Anthony writing some of the stuff. Uh, you know Justin Walker on drums, yeah. Charlie Hughes on bass. I mean, it's a, it's a serious four pistons firing on all cylinders right now. But, did, you, and, uh, but I, I've never seen you in a band that I felt was wasn't. You know, I know it gets that point because you know bands. It's like, a lot of bands like you understand. It's a it's a four or five way marriage. You know, and it, and you got to have that gel thing. But dude, you know, like we're standing over here and like the whole real thing, like. He's, he's trying to skim over stuff, and I'm naming bands. Like, oh, no, motherfucker. I've been watching you a long time. You, you know, you did this. I thought you was going to bust out some kid gloves on me. Yes. Back when I, I was with uh, Randy Gromley and, and uh, who, was, uh, who else was in there? Oh, shit. Kenny Boyce. Boyd, yeah. We was, we was, uh, we was on tour with uh, rock Rad Rockers Against Drunk Driving and, and Drugs and all that stuff. We played... I think in like 19, 
91. We played 360 shows nice. in one year. We were doing those uh, shows where you show up and it's somebody's high school. Yeah. And play like the 1 o'clock assembly. The, yeah. We was playing the 1 o'clock assembly show and then we was playing the 730 show <laughs> that after, you know, early evening. Yeah. yeah. And uh, shit, that was like four months. We played two shows a day for weeks. Yeah. On, on the road. They gave us a tour bus and a driver, and we're out there living life, talking about, you know, don't dr- do not do drugs and drink. And, and we're on the, the tour, tour bus, bus. <laughs> drinking Jägermeister before we go on stage. No, nah, I'm just kidding. But, but, you know, we still had a message, you know. Yeah. The message was, you know, just just be responsible. You right. know, there's these young kids today, and the thing is, was when, when I was younger, there wasn't all these crazy drugs that'll kill you, you know? This heroin epidemic, all this crazy stuff going on. Exactly. If anyone, kids listening out there and, and you're in trouble, you know, get an instrument. Pick up an instrument. Try to sing. Exactly. Do something. You know, do something with your life to get your mind off of trying to be like everybody else. Because you know what? Them other kids, them other people, they ain't your friends. That drug's not your friend. And it's just going to lead to the to the wrong road, you know? Pick up an instrument, write a song. Even if it's not any good, just write a song. Sit down in your in your uh, room, write down some lyrics, ch- tune them up, try make them better. You know, not every effort's going to be a home run, but you know what? That's how it all starts. Yeah, and that's that was my whole thing is like watching you and watching different people is like I understood that I need to learn. It's an education, and you know, not everything I'm going to do is going to be to that mark yet. But the more I learn, and that's I think that's another lost art is like. Go, Bands don't go out and watch other bands and watch other people, and not, you know to try to see that okay, this works. For, that's that was, that's my whole thing. Is like, dude, I wish I could find it. When I moved out of my parents' house, I had a tablet that I had notes that actually said, "Well, Scott did this and Scott did that," because I was like, because yeah, you could, man, you could command a room and just with a look, you, you, you fucking you know, that's total respect. Again, that was just pure. Adrenaline back in those days. Oh yeah, and it didn't. You know, it just kept building. You know. Yeah. I had a great man behind me all the time. Right. It it was easy for me to just come out there and do my thing and and be the front guy when you knew that everybody in the back was just tearing it up. Yeah. Mike Ekus, you know, back in the day, oh best baby. E dog. Richie Pallone, you know, playing all those years with him. Mike, Mike, he had that look, you know. He just, he would give one person that look. and he You knew, knew, oh shit. You knew, you better snap it into a Slim Jim or something was going to happen. I always, uh, he always gives me the, like when I would screw up with my own band, he'd always give me the crook, give me the finger commit. John, you can't say this. I know, you know, you think that's funny, but you know, you know you're offending people, you know. And But I, I listened to Mikey, you know, and, and I learned a lot just, you know, watching and learning all the years like I've imitated you so much it's and that's everything yeah. it's crazy but you know what it's it's a compliment John because you know anyone that sees what I do and, and, and wants to pick up something from that I mean that's the highest compliment anyone can pay anyone dude I, I couldn't like I said I I was so when I always thought you guys were going to be the guys that made out of here big I you know, know about it right yeah it's like dude when 100% pure I was like Oh my God! This is fucking great. You know, you know. You know what's crazy is what nowadays with Pro Tools and all the, the gadgets and stuff you can use. We recorded some of that stuff real to real, yeah. And Mike would beat us into shape. I mean, there was times I'd sing tracks for days, and uh, yeah. And then whenever we were done with a twenty-hour session, <laughs> he would sit in that engineer room for 
40 hours straight. No, nothing but an MTO. Klondike Studios, mother yeah, truckers. And, and he'd, uh, you know, so it's just, that's that's how it was done, you know. But when you pop that CD in nowadays and, and listen to it, it still sounds as good. We can walk right over to my van, my friend, and it is one of, it's one of the ones that is it's in, in there. It's in your playlist. And it's in there, and along, along with Live in 92, Mother Trucker, that was recorded right down here in Ford City, where I was actually there. I, you know, I wasn't even driving yet. I used to drive my... I could grow a full beard by the time I was in eighth grade so I could get into that bar. I used to pedal my bike from West Katang down to see you guys. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ, you know. So, but hey. That's killer. I just want to thank you for coming on here for a little bit and let you know how much I appreciate everything that you've inspired me to do. And I, it was such an honor to have you come talk to me. Dude, even when I put up a video and you comment on it, that is a big thing for me. I know that sounds gay, but it is. <laughs> it's like uh, when Woody gives me a compliment, it's like, oh, my God. Dude, I'm watching you, man. I'm, I'm, I, I'm here today early. Because I come out here to support you, man. Well, thank I, wa- you. I wanna see I wanna see what you, what you've done with the skills that, that I maybe I prompted you for, but don't you know, don't sugarcoat it. You've become your own man. I appreciate you've that. You've become your own singer, you've become your own front guy, and uh, I'm here to see how you've uh, how you've progressed and, and I got nothing but mad love for you, man, and, and it's just like all us singers, we gotta stay together. You sent me that message. You're like, yeah, because even I was like, oh my god, I gotta get him on the podcast, motherfucker. He's gonna be there. Oh yeah, if he's gonna be there, like we got on the podcast. Well, retribution's coming out. It's gonna be dropping here sometime early fall. Uh, make sure you check us out at Silk Nine Rocks Oh yeah, we're gonna have to get you out to the Empire and fucking Akron and get you guys on some shows out there because. As Uncle Eric will tell you, I am like a fixed uh, fucking uh, thing there, and we'll have to get you on some shows. And because you guys are, you guys are a great band. You know, yeah. God bless it's, you. It's a good run, man. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. And hey, I got to get off here and pack this shit up, mother truckers, because this fat ass has got to get on the stage and act like I know what I'm doing. And I got to put on all my, all my gimmicks. So uh, stick around. It's aproradio.com. The American Hilljack Files. I am John, the American Hilljack Lane, and I'm sitting here drinking a beer, trying to get it in the right mind. The Hellfire Club will be hitting the stage at nine. Right after that is Silk Nine, but before that, we got Scooby, another uh, you know student of the the Woody, you know that I like to admire. So stick around, mother truckers. It only gets better. At least I hope so.
Have you ever had the urge to be the emperor, empress, or other powerful ruling figure over your night out of entertainment? If so, you need to come to the Empire Concert Club and Bar in Akron, Ohio. The Empire Concert Club and Bar is Akron, Ohio's finest intimate live music establishment for multiple music genres featuring local, regional, national, and international acts that are both signed and unsigned. The Empire Concert Club and Bar has a top-notch staff that will go above and beyond to cater to your every entertainment need. The Empire Concert Club and Bar also has a wide selection of seasonal, specialty, and domestic beers from around Ohio, the United States, and the world. So when you're looking for the place that provides the best entertainment and treats each one of their patrons like an honored VIP, the Empire Concert Club and Bar, located at 1305 East Talbot Avenue in Akron, Ohio, is the place for you. Check them out at www.empireconcertclub.com or on Facebook for a listing of all upcoming shows and events. But better yet, stop on by and let the Empire Concert Club and Bar staff make you feel like royalty.
Right there from the Hellfire Club. And of course, you can always check us out at hellfiremusic.com. And before that, you had Everything's Fine from Skell, who has got their new drummer, who is getting ready to do shows. They'll be at Rock for Life. Fuck yeah. You can check them out online. Bookface and all those places. I'll tell you what. I know this week didn't have a lot of, like, uh, controversy but it had a lot of truth and that's a big thing and I was trying to keep it a focus of uh, positivity and good vibes and good thoughts because that's what Rock for Life does is gives those feelings so the whole thing with the show was a little different now, I'll be back up the Empire this weekend doing some interviews, and uh, we'll get some more shit talking going. I got other interviews in the old uh, Hilljack lockbox that I've uh, done in the interrogation chamber up there. Old Uncle Eric, he's on vacation. Seeing pictures of uh, him and his beautiful wife, seeing different parts of the world, and he sent me a message saying, I might be out of the country but you better get that podcast up so I ain't calling you the American Hill, Hill Slack. So I got to watch. And I'm a day late and a dollar short, but hey, I got her done. It's just been a, like I said, it's been a crazy week. Had a great weekend and then come back to Ohio to get kicked in the nuts for just being who I am. But I'm going to stay who I am. And I want all you people to stay who you are. And I want to thank you for just uh, tuning in all the time. And it's nice that we have the good things we got going on. And I appreciate all of it. So what did we learn, boys and girls? Let's review We learned that if you pull together and you put a bunch of people doing positive things to help people, it's the best feeling in the world. We learned that good music from around everywhere is important to the world. And the on-site local music scene from everywhere shows that. We also learned that Good songwriting is one thing, but have it to be done professionally recorded and professionally mastered can put you in that much more of a competing factor of things. And the biggest thing we learned is that there's a lot of good that comes out when you put good in. But while I may sound negative in my delivery of these subjects and others... 
I do still believe that there's enough of us pro positive, real, and original people who live to do no harm but take no shit in this country, hell in this world, that if we all put aside all the petty, immature bullshit and work together, we can make a difference in turning this big blue marble around for the better. Like another wise man I share a first name with, my idol John Lennon always saying, You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the American Hilljack Files. And make sure to go to aproradio.com for other episodes of this show, as well as others. And articles and other stuff for all you mother truckers entertainment. If I offended you or you want to debate anything I said, the floor is yours to come on here. Just send me a book face message or get a hold of me. Or have the balls to come up to the Empire Concert Club and Bar and sit in the interrogation chamber. But just remember, I am who I am. And it sure the hell ain't Popeye. I am John, the American Hilljack Lane, telling you to keep pushing through and keep your head down to avoid the bullshit. And as always, here's one of my favorite bands in all the world, American Dog, to send you mother truckers out the door. Catch you all next time on the No Holds Barred, unfiltered, greatest show on the internet, The American Hilljack Files. Now I don't know what you think you know about me or my ways, but I've been doing this so damn long I'm pretty much here to stay. So when you tell me what to do or what I should be, well here's what your opinion means to me. It's bullshit. God damn it, bullshit. I can't stand your bullshit. And I don't like it. No sir. Not at all. Maybe you've got good intentions, but I done made up my mind. I don't care about fashion, being cool, or even on time. I've already got my own path, and it's much too late to quit. And frankly, your opinion don't mean dick. It's bullshit. God damn it, bullshit. I can't stand your bullshit, and I don't like it. No, sir, not at all. Ha <laughs> ha!